Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Confidence Show, a podcast for female entrepreneurs with big dreams who want to create deep-rooted self-confidence and run their business on their own terms. I'm your host, confidence coach Rebecca Hawks, and I believe you have what it takes to create the success you dream of. Hello guys, welcome back to another episode of The Confidence Show. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm not going to lie, I'm a little bit out of breath. <laughs> I feel like, oh, need to catch my breath a sec, um, because... To get myself like in the zone to record these episodes, I tend to dance around a lot. That's my like go-to for getting like high vibe. And whew, I feel like I've been shaking a bit too much. So if I'm sounding a little breathless, that's why. Which I shouldn't really be because I've also been joining the gym. Been joining the gym. I've joined the gym like months ago, but I've been going consistently for the last few weeks and it feels amazing. Like I set myself the goal to go three times a week. Um, oh, my chair's squeaky. I hope you can't hear that. <laughs> I set myself the goal to go three times a week, um, just to, mainly for my mental health, like kind of because I want to be fit in my body and I'm not happy with how my body is at the moment, I want to change it a little bit, but mostly for my mental health because I don't know if I've, I mean I must have mentioned this, but I've had, I've had anxiety since my teens and when I exercise regularly it kind of helps me manage the anxiety like I'm a lot less anxious when I'm consistently working out when I'm socializing a lot um when I when I like get enough sleep things like that so exercising a lot it's been really good I feel feel really really good from it um but yeah so welcome to this episode I feel like I always just waffle in the beginning and then talk about the fact that I waffle so I'm gonna try and quit doing that but you know, that's who I am, and I believe that we should all be ourselves all of the time. So yeah, we are back with a new episode, and today I'm going to talk to you about why I became a social media manager, and how I got started, because it's something that a lot of people are interested in, I think, <laughs> could be lying, um, I think it's, it's something that a lot of people are interested in, and before I started my own business, I was really interested to hear other people's stories, like why did they become whatever they became and how did they get into it and that kind of stuff. I think it's always nice to have a bit more of a background on someone. So that's what I'm going to do today. So talk about why I decided to become a social media manager, how I got started, and then we're briefly going to touch on how I signed my first client. But I'm not going to go too in detail with that because I've got a whole episode coming up that is all about finding your dream clients. So first of all, why did I become a social media manager? So I decided, it was back in 2016, I'd, I'd like traveled, I first went traveling on my own in 2012, um, after a breakup. I was like, I'd never been interested in travel at all, had no interest in visiting places, in getting on planes, in anything, not even really that fussed about going on 
holidays abroad I just wasn't interested in travel and when I was younger I was so convinced that I would get married and have kids I wanted to be a young mum like I really wanted to be like a mum in like my early 20s like in my teens I wanted to be an early mum in my 20s that was kind of like the goal that I'd set for myself get married have kids yada 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 do that whole thing like have a job nine to five standard kind of life that is expected of you and um, that was always my goal so then when I met this guy I fell head over heels in love and was like oh my god we're gonna get married and we were talking marriage mortgages looking at houses to move into together bear in mind <laughs> this relationship was like three months it lasted for so it was very very intense got very serious very quickly and then it just ended overnight and when the relationship ended I was like oh my god I can't deal with this like I took it so badly and it took me years like actual years to kind of deal with but because of that I was just like do you know what I want to be as far away from the UK as possible because I can't handle I just can't handle it I was like I want to run away I want to run away I want to go as far away from here as possible so I booked this like big solo trip that was going to take me away that was going to I don't know give me some like help me heal my heart essentially I think that's what I kind of thought at the time I was like it was a big challenge because as I've mentioned before the whole too afraid to leave the house suffering with the anxiety I hadn't gone anywhere or done anything for a couple of years of my life because I was so scared to kind of do anything um so yeah I decided to to travel so I had these nine flights booked. So my first stop was to go to Thailand. It was London to Thailand. Um, then I was going to make my way through Southeast Asia to Singapore over the course of like seven weeks. Had no idea how I was going to do it, but I just knew that I had to be in Singapore seven weeks later. <laughs> um, and then I was going to go from Singapore to Sydney, um, travel around Australia. I think Sydney was going to fly up to Cairns and then across to Auckland, to Fiji, back to Auckland travel around New Zealand, um, then fly from Wellington back up to Auckland, Auckland to LA, and then back to the UK. So it was nine flights, and it was over the course of 18 months that I booked this trip. So I was, the plan was to spend seven weeks in Southeast Asia, a year in Australia, and then five or six months in New Zealand, um, and get like a working holiday visa for both. So I had all that booked, and that was amazing. And that was, I didn't, I didn't get on I got one flight out of the nine <laughs> because I, <laughs> I fell so in love with Thailand um, and the island of Koh Tao specifically. Like I absolutely, even to this day, I think about living there so often. And if it wasn't for the fact that I met my last boyfriend there, I probably would move back. But because I'm still kind of dealing with that breakup now, I think if I was to move back there now, it would just, I would just fall to shit. <laughs> so really fond memories, loved living, loved living abroad, loved living the kind of island lifestyle there and after that big six month, six month, it was 16 month trip um, when I was 21, I then came back to the UK for a few months, then went back to Australia for, it was, it was over a year, it was about 15 or about 15 months again I think um, and then came back to the UK and at this point me and, me and my ex-boyfriend were together, Tom, we were together and he wanted to train to be a scuba instructor. So we came back from Australia together and we spent the year of 2016 in the UK. And while we were here, we like, did the whole long distance thing and decided that we were going to move to Utila in Honduras. So when we made this decision that we were going to move there, we kind of booked our flights in the, I think it was like July 2016, let's say. 
and we were going to move out in the February, I think it was, end of February 2017. And I decided that I wanted to use this opportunity to really start something for myself, to kind of have my own career and do something exciting for me. Because when I'd travelled previously, I'd done bar work, and I absolutely loved it. Like, working in bars in Thailand was amazing, but it always involved a lot of alcohol. And obviously, you become a bit nocturnal because you work all night, drink when you finish, and then sleep all day. So it becomes this this cycle of kind of working through the night, sleeping during the day. And I didn't want that again, because I was 26 at this point, and I was like, you know what, I don't, however much I enjoyed, I was 25, 26, I can't remember, um, however much I enjoyed that then, I didn't want to get to 30 and be like, okay, I'm still not really doing anything in my life. However great that is, I kind of wanted to start planning for the future. So, the company that I was working at before, like my 9 to 5 in the UK, I was a centre support assistant for this shared office space. So I was surrounded by entrepreneurs and business owners and people who were doing their own thing. And I loved it. And that really inspired me. And then the like the team of people that I worked with, so my assistant manager, my centre manager, and then there was a, um, what was his title? Then there was an incubation director, I think, who was essentially like a business mentor who would come in and help these businesses kind of grow and help work through the team and problems and stuff. And they said to me, um, why don't you do something with social media? Because I, we'd had conversations before where we'd talk about social media and I knew a lot about it purely because I was interested in it for a start. Like I found the whole social media marketing really interesting, that it really excited me. And when I was 20, I had started my own business. I'd started my own jewellery business um, where I'd kind of like ordered loads of jewellery online. I'd set up a jewellery shop. And I'd used social media to market that business. But then when I met this guy, I kind of let that go. I was like, oh my God, love, <laughs> love, let me forget the business. Um, so <laughs> that wasn't really very successful and didn't last very long. But I knew I had experience with social media. I had experience using it, using it to grow a brand. And from the perspective of business, as opposed to just personal um, use, So I chatted to them about this before and when they suggested that I do something in social media, I was like, oh, that's a really good idea. So I looked more into doing social media marketing um, and I took over the profiles for the company that I was working with and I said to them, like, I know this isn't my job role, but nobody's doing anything with them. Can I do them so that I can get some experience? Because I thought the more experience I get, the more kind of proof that I have that I know what I'm talking about, the easier it's going to be to find clients. And that was the case. I would trial and error different things. I created their whole social media strategy and started implementing different tips and tricks that I'd learned through the internet. So I would just Google stuff to kind of see and then test out different theories and different strategies. And I monitored the results over the months. And within the first month, there was like an enormous change in the kind of following, the reach, the impressions, everything. Um, they just had Facebook and Facebook and Twitter that I was managing, and it and it made like a massive difference to their online presence. So I collected all that data as well and used those as case studies um, when I eventually launched. But th- that was really my first kind of. That's really why I got into it because it was suggested. I knew I wanted a career. I knew I wanted my own business. I've always been some like I've always considered myself an entrepreneur. Always someone that someone that wants to manage their own business. I'm planning to have multiple businesses in the future. I would love to buy 
I don't know, like a, well, we always talked about buying a dive resort, but obviously that's not going to happen now. Um, so maybe own like a bar or a restaurant or like a small boutique hotel, something like that. I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about business in general. Um, so I knew that that was something that I wanted to do. And then when the social media was suggested, I was like, well, do you know what? Like, I know what I'm doing. I find social media really easy and I'm really excited about it. And I think that's really, really important when you think about starting your own business. You have to do something that you're really excited about and that you wake up and you're like, oh my God, that's so cool. Like, I can't wait to start work. Because if you do something just purely to make money, you're not going to do very well. You have to have passion and you have to love what you're doing. Um, so that And that's how I felt about social media. When I knew that that's what I was going to do, so this was around, I think I'd had conversations about it probably in like the March, April, because I'd always known when I took this nine to five job, I always said to them like, I'm going to be leaving the UK at some stage to go and travel again. I started out as a temp um, and then got made permanent because, um, well, <laughs> they really liked me. So I got made permanent um, and or I think I was put on like a nine month contract to cover maternity leave but then got made permanent when the person on maternity leave decided they weren't going to come back and I loved it like I loved the job but I had always been up front with them and said like this isn't going to be long term I'm I'm going to leave um so we'd, we'd kind of talked about this kind of stuff around the March April time and then we booked our flights in August so it was probably really the June July that I was like okay well this is something that I'm really serious about doing. Actually, I think it might have been September, because now I think about it, I saw, was it my Facebook page the other day? One of my um, social media profiles, I saw the other day, it was like created in September 2016. So that's when I created my social media profile. So I was like, okay, I'm going to be a social media manager. I need an online presence. And that was the first step that I really took to like making this a real thing so I got in my head kind of what I wanted to achieve I had my vision in mind and I kept thinking about this vision that I had I started setting up my social media profiles and then I was really strategic with it I was like okay well I need to tell my target audience who I am and what I can do and how I can help them so the main focus was on helping them so it was helping you grow your business online using social media and I obviously optimized my profiles and then my focus was all about giving value so inspiring quotes as well because they are really popular in terms of building your audience they're just really good at driving traffic to your profiles because everybody loves inspirational quotes they get shared um, more often than not so I focused on sharing inspiring quotes and then how to's so like like real tips and tricks for how to grow your online presence and I didn't think oh, I don't want to give anything away in case they don't want to work with me. I gave everything away. I would tell people everything. I would give them like exactly how to do the things because I wasn't taking on any clients to start with, but I also wanted um, people to know that I knew what I was talking about. I wanted to share stuff where they would go, oh my God, that's amazing. She knows exactly what she's doing so that they would think I want her to do that for me rather than like... I feel like sometimes we have this mental block, don't we? Because in our minds, we're like, but if I tell them how to do it all, they're just going to do it themselves and then I won't get the client. And whereas that might be the case sometimes, sometimes people won't want to hire you because they can do it themselves. But if they don't want to hire you to manage their profiles, then they might hire you for a strategy call or they might hire you for an audit 
of their profiles or they might hire you for a one-off session where you're just where they're like this is really difficult I don't know what I'm doing can you help me so I think it's important to not worry about giving value and from my own experience I know that the more value I give the more people I attract hey I'm Ryan Reynolds recently I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Um, so that, that was really how I kind of got started. I created the social media profiles and started putting out valuable content consistently. And I started trialing different times, different hashtags. I mainly used Twitter to begin with, actually. Twitter and Facebook for my own person like for my own business and I think the majority of my leads initially came from Twitter which is mad because everybody hates Twitter (laughs) I love it um I don't use it quite as much now but at the time I loved it and that's where all my energy went and that's where I got the majority of my clients from and I'm very proud about the fact that I never I never pitched myself as a social media manager I just always had people coming to me Um, And that's something that I really pride myself on because I think it's rare that that happens. Um, I never had to sell myself. I never had to put offers out. Before I'd even left my nine to five, I had my first inquiry from someone through my Facebook page. They were like, we're in London. We're doing this big expo event. We really want you to do social media. Um, And yeah, I didn't end up working with them, but that that was my first inquiry. So that's... I think that's the most important thing is to, when you first start out, is to just focus on building your brand. Like, don't worry about having the perfect brand colours and the perfect bio and the perfect logo and the perfect pictures. Forget all of that. Just start throwing stuff out there. Obviously valuable stuff. And I think times have changed slightly now because there is a lot more competition than there was three years ago when I started. Or, well three and a half years ago that I started putting my content out there 
things have changed quite a bit in that respect. You can't just... It's not, it's not a case of just putting out an inspiring quote now. Like, you have to give that more value. And um, people are really focused on how good your content is. But don't sit there and create these elaborate plans. Like, write whatever comes into your head. Most of the time, I was just putting out stuff that was just came into my head. And it was really simple. And I created a good graphic for it. I put it out there, used the hashtags. And for a good six months, I'd say... My content was repurposed over and over again. Like I used, I think it was Post Planner at the time. Um, I used Post Planner for Twitter and I had about 120 posts, which isn't that lock, that much considering how often you post on Twitter. I think I had about 120 posts just literally on autopilot. Like they would just loop in a circle and they would just be shared over and over and over again. And I didn't touch it, but... I still had inquiries from it. One of the other things that I did, as well as creating my profiles, I just started putting my stuff out there, focused on inspiring and giving value. I was consistent with engaging and posting, but also to build up my own confidence in myself, I was trialing things with my nine to five, but then I went out and asked other companies to work on their profiles for free. So someone that I knew, um, someone that I'd actually met traveling, they had their own business, they had their own um, clothing business, and I said to them, like, can I manage your profile for the next uh, month, can I do it, like, I'm, I'm starting my own business as a social media manager, I would love to use your profiles for a month to kind of gain some experience, and kind of show you what I can do, um, so that at the end of it, if you want to carry on, brilliant, that's a great way to get your first client, is to offer to do it for free, do an amazing job and then say to them at the end, okay, I can carry on doing this for you for X amount a month. Um, but either way, if you don't do that, then you get the testimonial at the end. So you have the proof, you have the, the like I screenshot all the data, have all the proof of what I've done for this client and you can build a case study for it so that you've got evidence that you know what you're doing. Um, and that's kind of what I use this client for. And you have to be careful because this person actually didn't end up giving me the testimonial because I don't know for whatever reason they just didn't bother um which it which was a shame at the time and I can't, I took it quite personally because the results were amazing like a few of their posts had gone viral on Twitter and they were like a they were quite a new brand a few of their things had gone like viral and I was really proud of that and I was really proud of the content that I put out there it was being shared the results spoke for themselves but they just kind of disappeared. When I when I sent my like final email saying like this is what I've done, really pleased with how everything's gone. Um, if you want to work together, it's going to be this. And followed up a few times, and they didn't. But that's fine. Like everyone's got their own shit going on, haven't they? I'm over it now. <laughs> I promise. Um, but it is a really good way to kind of get your first client is to is to put out like to to do stuff for free. Um, and I did that for a couple of people. I did it for a beard oil company. Um, again, just to that was more as well to diversify the kind of audience I was working with. Because when I first started out, I didn't know who my target audience were. I didn't know who my dream client was. I just wanted to work with small to medium businesses who wanted to grow their brand on social media. That was it. I think it was small, small businesses and startups who wanted to grow their brand on social media, which is a tricky one because they're always the ones that don't have budgets, aren't they? It's like hard because the small businesses are the ones that need the marketing the most, but they're also the ones that can't afford to pay you. Um, so it's a bit, it's a bit of a tricky one. And this is why 
it's important to get clear on your ideal client versus your ideal paying client. They're two very different things. Um, and I'll probably talk about that in another episode. So yeah, that's how, that's how I got started. So essentially created my profiles, started putting out content, was consistent and started doing um, some work for free to get some experience, to gain experience for me, to try out different platforms, different strategies, test out different clients to work with um, and to, to get that feedback from people so that when I did come to signing clients, I could say, do you know what? I've worked for these people. They were really pleased. This is what they had to say. So then a few weeks after I landed in Honduras, so I quit my nine to five um, in the January and then I had a month between quitting the nine to five and then moving to Honduras. We did um, three nights in the States, so a night in Miami, two nights in Houston and then 10 days in Belize. But when I got to Belize, I had two inquiries um, for my social media services. Again, hadn't promoted them, but I had these two inquiries came in. So I was kind of working in Belize um, as well as as well as well exploring and um, doing like day trips and stuff. Um, and then when I got to Honduras, I had more inquiries come in, was dealing with the whole side of things. Like the business side of things was really tricky to start with because I knew social media. I was confident on social media. It was easy for me to attract clients because I was already getting the leads coming in. But what was difficult was the whole pricing, packaging. Like, oh my God, I used to sit there for the longest time trying to figure out my prices. And this is why it's one of the big things that I focus on now. Pricing is stressful if you don't have, well, confidence for a start. And secondly, if you don't have like a good formula to follow, pricing is really difficult. Um, but that's, yeah, that's why I focus on that a lot now with social media managers. Like the running behind the scenes was quite difficult. Um, but then had a few inquiries. Some people said no, like I was ghosted a few times. People told me I was too expensive, that kind of stuff. But then I signed my first client within, I think it was within about two months. Um, and this was, this was actually a friend. So this was a friend who, again, I've met traveling. She had her own business. And I said that I would work with her for I think I can't remember how long we worked for I think it was about six months in the end um we worked for quite a while but I like lowballed myself so much like I charged a stupid amount that I'm not even going to talk about on here because it was so freaking low um but that was my first client and I was so excited because straight away I was like oh my god like I'm, I'm a social media manager now like I'm a freelancer my my title was freelance social media manager and consultant and I had my first client and that was wonderful and then came the whole like, what do you do next? And like the welcome pack, the onboarding um, and all the kind of stuff that goes with there. So I think that's, I think that's it really. Like the key, the key takeaways I suppose for you are, I started my business because I was traveling and that's the, the life that I wanted to live. Like the traveling, the life of freedom, living abroad, having my own business kind of thing. The, the laptop lifestyle. That's why I started my business. And the how I got started was building my social media profiles straight away. Like that was so important. I didn't have a website for the first eight months of my business. And I signed plenty of clients without needing a website. So I think you have to think about what is important and what is going to bring you in money. So having, I would choose one social media profile, focus on building your following on that one profile where your clients are going to hang out. And I think this is really important. You either need you need to focus on a platform that you love using and that your clients are on. So there is no point growing a following on Instagram if your clients don't go on there because that's just a waste of your time. 
So you need to think about those two things. But likewise, there's no point growing a following on Instagram if you hate using Instagram because then it becomes this massive chore and it's just really hard to do something that you're not enjoying. So build up your own profile, be consistent, put out valuable content that shows that you are an expert. You have to be seen as an expert. And as somebody now who will employ, like I've hired social media managers now and the ones that I've hired, because for those that don't know, I'm a coach now for social media managers. Um, the social media managers that I have hired are the ones that talk about what they do and that give you the value and or like give you the tools and tell you how to do it yourself. They're the people that I would hire because they know what they're talking about. Um, put, like be consistent, put out valuable content, grow your own profiles and also focus on building your own confidence. You have to do the mindset work every single day. You can't just be like, I'm just going to run my business and not worry about the mindset stuff because when you're not feeling confident, you're not going to do so well. You have to have that confidence in yourself and that takes time to build. So I want to end um, just saying that I want you to know that you have the ability to achieve the same success that I have achieved. You have the ability to create any success that you want. You have the ability to go out there and start your own business, to grow your own business. Maybe you've even got your own business, which you probably have if you're listening to this, but you want to expand it. But you have to have the vision in your mind for what you want your life to look like, and then you have to go for it. And I think that's really key. Like, you can do all the steps that I've done, but if you don't have your own vision, you're not going to get anywhere. You have to know what your big vision is. And you can go to the show notes or go to rebeccalucyh.co slash freebie and download your big vision workbook. And that will help you map out your own big vision um, so that you can start working towards it. Okay, so it is homework time. If you want to start your social media business, I want you to download the Big Vision Workbook and start getting clear on your vision. This is a crucial step towards making that dream a reality. And if you're already a social media manager and you want to create even more success, you can also download the workbook and assess where you're at right now. Then you can work through each section and look at the areas of your life you need to tweak to move closer to your dream. This is so important. We have to keep evaluating our lives regularly. There's no point in starting your business and then not reviewing it for years. Like it's important to do these reviews and reflect and evaluate where you're at. Like I'd say a minimum every three months, like once a quarter, go back over. Okay, what's working? What isn't working? How, like, why am I not signing the clients that I want? Why am I not making the money that I want? Why am I not being consistent? What's going on in my mind that's stopping me from being consistent? All these kind of things. So once you've got your workbook, head over to Instagram, take a screenshot of this episode and share it on your stories, tagging me at Rebecca Lucy H. Let me know what was helpful. Um, I'm hoping that some of this was helpful. No, I'm joking. Of course it would be helpful because um, this is all the kind of stuff that I loved listening to when I was starting my own business. So head over to Instagram. As I said, tag me in your stories at H, and I will share you in my own stories. Don't forget to subscribe. And if you're listening to this on iTunes, I would absolutely love for you to leave me a review, please. And thank you. I will be back next week. Um, if you have any episodes that you would like me to do, if you have any topics that you would like me to talk about, then again, come to Instagram, send me a DM and just say, hey, I would love for you to do an episode on this. 
I'll speak to you soon. Thanks so much for listening. Thanks so much for listening to The Confidence Show with me, Rebecca Hawks. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to hit subscribe and leave me a review telling me what you thought. Don't forget to connect with me on Instagram where you'll find daily inspiration and tips to help you reduce your overwhelm, let go of self-doubt and create unbreakable self-confidence. Find me at Rebecca Lucy H and I'll see you in the next episode. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.